Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Fratello Talks, the weekly short-form podcast where we skip the intro and jump right into it. This week I'm joined by my colleagues Dan and Gerard. And Gerard, you're making your video podcast debut today and we are here uh, to talk about G-Shocks. Yes. Yep. And so we have you on as a, as a sort of a special guest because you know a thing or two about G-Shocks. Uh, people watching the, the video podcast will, will obviously see what's, what's on the table here in front of us. Uh, but before we jump into that, let's do a quick, uh, quick wrist check. Dan, what is on your wrist today? Yes, I'm wearing a, uh, yeah, I think a so-called Casioke. Casioke, okay. So, and it's yeah. the transparent one, je- jellyfish one. Okay. Um, reference number GA2107AER or SKE7A. I found two reference numbers, so maybe uh, yeah. people yeah. recognize one of those. And um, it's already becoming a little bit yellowish. Okay, right, right. Yeah, I can see, I can see <laughs> it has though, a little uh, bit of a, a, a yellowish sunburn there. Yeah, there's. Yeah. A, <laughs> I, I haven't been wearing it a lot, but still, it's it's becoming a little bit more yellow. So right, uh, right. Yeah. I but guess uh, it's a it's a, a natural occurrence with these uh, with these uh, sort of transparent uh, models. Exactly. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. And Gerard, what is on your wrist? Um, I'm wearing a. Almost vintage, 1996. Oh, yeah. um, it was the first uh, MRG uh, G-Shock, and mm-hmm. it's kind of a square. Uh, the reference number is MRG 110. So it was uh, it was the first MRG in this shape uh, in 1996. That's very sad. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, very very cool. Yeah, I think we're all going to be uh, using our cheat sheets uh, today. At least I know that I've uh, I've prepared mine uh, for for this episode. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and on my wrist I have uh, oh yeah hit the mic really hard. Uh, I have uh, the uh, solar powered GW sixty nine hundred one JF, which is uh, yeah it's just the, the 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 sort of the other shape. I always when I think of G shocks I think of the square, but this is kind of the the other the sort of horseshoe shape uh, the third eye. The third eye, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true, of course, because yeah. it has the three, uh, the three uh, sort of registers. Uh, yeah, and this is a yeah solar model, um, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's for me. That's the two shapes that I, I really enjoy with G Shock. It's either the square or the or the the third eye, as they call it. Oh, and you also have it in a different color, right? Yeah, I have a white one uh, that is uh, it's it's one I picked up I think about a year and a half ago. Yeah. It's currently run out of battery, so oh. <laughs> so it's uh, it's been no put solar. away in the box. And, and it's not a solar one, no. no so so it's uh, it's uh, out for the count. I think that is the DW sixty nine hundred FS dash eight cr you could just replace it yourself right I, I yeah i could it's it's a little trickier than you might think okay uh but there's plenty of youtube guides out there and, and plenty of videos about how to do it i mean there's you just have to take a little bit of care with uh with removing there's like a little bit of a shield for the battery and all that mm-hmm. stuff but but it's fairly uh fairly straightforward yeah, yeah. it's not not comparable to uh to to watch making or to servicing a movement or anything like that but uh but yeah, yeah there's a shield and there's a little spring which you should uh, oh yeah be true aware of, true true, uh, true. Which which is uh, it sits on top of yeah the, it, yeah it does the yeah. beeping normally and yeah okay yeah. okay nice so uh, I think that we can we can uh, jump into it what what inspired the the podcast was really the fact we were we were having a conversation uh, during one of our editorial meetings and we were really saying everybody no matter at what stage in collecting you're at you probably have had or have at least one G Shock. 
And I think that, that that's something that's that's uh, maybe doesn't apply to just about everybody. But I think that that most collectors will have at least one G-Shock in their collection. And and it's a nice thing to have a G-Shock, I think. And, uh, and you know, it's maybe not a watch that you're going to wear every day, uh, though you certainly could. Um, but uh, but let's start with uh, with you, Gerard. When when did you first uh, sort of discover G-Shock? When did you first get into it? And and how did what we see here in front of us for our, our video uh, video uh, for our audio listeners? You should tune into the video. But yeah. uh, people watching the video will see that there's a bit of a smorgasbord of uh, yeah. G-Shocks here in front yeah. of us. <laughs> yeah, I think I, uh, I first when I first got into it, it was really when, when uh, G-Shock started in, okay. in the 80s. Okay. Uh, I didn't collect them back then already, but okay. um, and as well, I was at an age that they were still relatively uh, expensive. So the, right. the, the, the Casios, I, I did have uh, Casios before, but they were more the cheaper ones, the, um, sure. <clears throat> the, the, the 91 uh, yeah. Yeah. models and, 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 and those ones. Uh, and I, I really couldn't give a certain point where I started to collect them. But right, uh, right. I mean, one, once you bought one, yeah. you see another one and you yeah. buy another one. And then once in a sudden it's a flock and yeah, it, exactly. and it exactly. becomes more and more. Yeah. And as well, it's uh, most of them are in, in a price level on, on, on a, that it's not, I mean, it doesn't break the bank too much. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It, it was only later on that I, I started to... Um, to buy and collect more expensive models as well, like, for sure. Uh, like uh, for sure. the titanium, uh, the first the titanium one which came out uh, a few years ago. Yeah. And if I wear one, it's either the uh, the um, the five six one zero, the regular one okay. with uh, with solar and mm -hmm. uh, and and radio control, or right. the the titanium one because it's, okay. it okay. wears beautifully and it feels really like a yeah. a, a high end watch. Yeah, for sure. Super light, really comfortable, and it's uh, of course these these watches are are feature packed. Yeah, I mean for me it was it was a recent discovery to go from the most uh, basic modules, which just have a backlight, chronograph, and maybe a couple of alarms uh, and and a stopwatch, uh, to then discovering sort of something like this one, which has solar and and of course you have a world time feature uh, where you can set it to just about any time zone uh, you can imagine, um, yeah. as well as programmable alarms. Uh, and all kinds of uh, bells and whistles, so they really, really, really cover uh, all the bases. Yeah. And uh, and uh, as uh, as we will see, as we've already seen uh, with Lex's uh, tough testing of them, uh, they can <laughs> certainly take a, a bit of a beating, right? So yeah. uh, so um, how about you, Dan? How did you? Where, when do you remember your first G-Shock? Do you remember when you uh, started sort of paying attention to the brand? And uh, well, actually, one? I think my first G-Shock was a. Uh a Casio that was not a G-Shock. Okay. So when I, uh, as a kid, I, I used to go hiking with my parents and we used right. to go with, uh, with a guide that would take us through the mountains. And uh, I remember one of the guides wearing a um, Casio, I think it was a Casio or a G-Shock <laughs> watch with a hybrid dial. So always, okay. I always liked the combination between the analog hands and the digital dial behind. And, um, I remember asking my parents for like, I want to watch like that. And I wanted it to be able to, to tell me the altitude and, and right, temperature right, right. and, and yeah. things like that. But then, of course, they got me a really yeah, simple Casio watch that wasn't a hybrid dial. Right, right. Uh, it was just a digital dial. But it had the G-Shock shape already and, and, right, and a yeah. very bright yellow uh, rubber strap. 
and then uh, yeah when i became older i i was able to buy my own watches so um that's when i bought a, a square as well uh, right also the the radio controlled one mm-hmm. and um it had a, a bracelet so uh it doesn't happen that that often that it has mm-hmm. a bracelet mm-hmm. but actually then i i i I, I uh, encountered someone that was looking for that exact bracelet. Okay, right. And um, my watch actually had a, an inverted dial, right? Uh, with right. A, like negative, negative, uh, yeah. Um, negative display, dial, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I couldn't read it, so right. I, I told the guy like, okay, like I'm not wearing it because I cannot really read it. If you want yeah. the watch for for the bracelet, then you're you're, you're able to buy it. And then okay. uh, I sold okay. it to him, and then I saw uh, the Casioke. Which I'm wearing right yeah, now. Yeah, when it debuted, uh, I guess it must have been a year or two ago. Uh, yeah, where it made quite a quite a splash, right? Exactly. Yeah, became very quickly a, a hugely popular model, yeah. and uh, I think that they, they they sort of cost about a hundred bucks, maybe some yeah, of them a little less, some of them a little bit more, depending on the the color and everything. But yeah, uh, I, ju- I just looked up mine, uh, and I think it was a hundred euros. And um, yeah, yeah I, I really like the transparent one because it reminds me of the stainless steel, actually, that right. you have on your wrist a little bit. Um, it was a little bit more white than it is right now, <laughs> but um, but still, I really like it. And this one does have the the hybrid dial, so yeah. with the, the yeah. analog hands and the digital dial. And um, yeah, I, I would have liked it to have uh, maybe uh, Bluetooth or uh, solar uh, sure, power. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one doesn't. But uh, for now, it's still running, and uh, yeah. and I wear it uh, yeah, every once in a while. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, what I what I kind of like about uh, about them is that they really like as soon as you have the G Shock name, for the most part, you're going to have 200 meters of water resistance. Yeah. You know that they're you know as shockproof as you as you might want them to be. I think uh, Lex got the better part of one by running over it with a go kart going <laughs> 45 or 50 kilometers an hour, which that's understandable that there it might lose a lose a button or two. But uh, but I mean you know for the most part uh, when it comes to daily use you can you can do just about anything uh, you want with them and uh, and uh, yeah I find that for me my my use of G shocks uh, I'll use my my square um, the very basic uh, quartz non solar non radio square uh when i'm uh running uh in the mornings because it's kind of a nice way of just keeping track of time mm-hmm. uh i won't actually time my my running with it but but it's just nice to sort of go oh, okay i should start heading back home and and getting ready to uh to come into the office uh, that kind of thing um and just because it's so lightweight yeah, and i know that I like after i'm done running i'll just wash it under the sink and leave it on the shelf and then and then you know it'll be it'll be ticking right on time next time i i need it right yeah. so it's uh it's uh for either that or or yeah, any sort of exercise or going on a hike that kind of thing uh where i feel that um it's good to have a watch there where you know it, it doesn't matter what happens i mean i think i paid for that one 36 uh <laughs> uh th- under 40 euros and you know at, at that point it's you do, i don't like to think of any of my watches as disposable but but it's basically like well if anything happens it's completely fine yeah. but uh but yeah, yeah. how about you Gerard? you 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 have a, a unique experience from us because you have uh, some G-Shocks like you said the titanium one that are a little bit more uh, on the pricier side of thing um how does what what is it like the experience of wearing that where um well that it, for me it really feels like wearing a high-end watch yeah. right and it, right. that's not only about the price because I, I thought that uh, when when 
the titanium the first titanium came out it was like uh, 1500 euros which right. is a lot right. of money for sure uh, yeah. for a g-shock uh, specifically because you don't you hardly see any difference between the mm-hmm. plastic mm-hmm. one and the titanium one but yeah. wearing one uh, is a really it's it's a, it's a different experience it's, right. it feels differently and uh, how it's produced as well you can see that there's there's uh, the finishing is much better and right uh, right uh, on the other hand, um, I'm using uh, G-Shocks quite often in situations where you don't want to think about uh, your watch or right. uh, or uh, where it's not that safe to uh, wear something uh, right. uh, which is more more obvious, a uh, high-end watch. And yeah. I, and then as well, I, I love all the functions you have. It's very quickly to, to change from, um, from time zone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's always an alarm if you need one in the for morning. Sure. Uh, there's, a, there's a stopwatch uh, for, for timing, whatever. Yeah. And and the thing as well, um, they they do have so many functions, but still I find them very natural to um, to to know to how operate. it works to right. operate yeah. it. It's yeah. it's very, uh, very intuitive. Yeah, it's very yeah. intuitive. Yeah. And uh, even if you don't use them for a long time, uh, as soon as you pick one up, you it's it's yeah. quite easy to yeah. uh, to use it again with all the for functions sure. it has. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I I agree. It's definitely the kind of thing where for 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 this one, which is a little bit more uh, multifunctional, I had to do a bit of research and watch a, a YouTube video about how to sort of unlock all the all the features and how to use them. And and you know, but once you've watched it, you just go. Yeah, basically, it's 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 everything's there at the at a, a press or two of a button, which is which is fairly nice. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, and um, so I wanted to say, you obviously have quite a collection. Is your favorite the would you say the titanium uh, G Shock? Yeah, that's at the moment. That's my that's my okay. favorite. There is a. Um after this titanium uh, um, G-Shock Square, there was the uh, the MLG. Right. In fact, right. one of the, uh, the 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 MLG I'm wearing mm-hmm. now is a stainless steel one. That one right. is uh, like 20 years after this. It's it's right, uh, it came right, in right. titanium again. Uh, that has an even different uh, price tag, like yeah. three and a half thousand euros. Yeah, I remember um, we had those. There was a golden version and a and a uh, silver. There's uh, a black and a silver one. Black and yeah, silver. Black that and a silver it. one. Yeah, yeah exactly. It. Yeah, and and those are to produced totally. Different different than, than yeah. any other watch I, I might save up for one in the future i'm not sure yeah. but at the moment the titanium definitely is my 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 most popular one and, uh, and most important one as well although i wear the other ones as often as i i do wear cool. them for me it's very important and dan already mentioned that as well it's very important that they have a positive display yeah, uh, yeah. in the beginning i um I collected some with negative displays as well, right. and I still have one or two in my collection which have a negative display. But I really find it very hard to read them. And right. uh, I, I, you've, I, um, you've modified some, right? One. You've, you've swapped out uh, yeah, yeah. the module <laughs> yeah. of one so that so that you could actually yeah. wear it, right? Yeah, yeah. There's one uh, which was one of the first with the with the solar power and the radio control, right? Right. Uh, uh, everything, but it had a negative display, and mm. I swapped uh, yeah. it with a module which had a positive display. Cool. Just because I liked the model so much and I yeah. wanted to, to yeah. wear it, but I. I but I it's really not couldn't. super uh, legible. Yeah, for no. sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And it's it's quite an easy thing. It's yeah. just taking one out, and yeah. I had another watch with this module, and uh, okay, just swap them out. Yeah, have interesting. You, have you seen the new uh, negative display? Because they're switching now to the MIP LCD. Uh, it's yeah, like the a LCD memory style. in memory in picture uh, yeah. screens or something. Yeah, uh, are those more? I think those are more legible. Yeah, or easier to they read are. than. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
than the classic sort of LCD. LCD ones, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. We had uh, we had one of the 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 sort of the active uh, yeah, the square models one, right? yeah. that I believe also had the I, I don't know the reference, but it had the heart rate uh, sensor on the back, yeah. mm-hmm. and that was quite uh, quite impressive. The screen was super bright. Yeah. Uh, it also had the sort of auto backlight and and was uh, I, I would just kind of worry about the energy consumption of those, how long the battery actually lasts. I'm sure it's completely um, fine, or it's um, maybe it was even a rechargeable one. So like a yeah, I think, rechargeable. I don't think Partly. solar, but I think mm-hmm. uh, like you could set it down on a little charging uh, pad, yeah. and then you could have maybe like a week, uh, a week or two, uh, if you were using obviously all the all the features. It was something like that. I think mm-hmm. yeah, we we definitely have an article on it, so yeah. we'll link a link to that in the uh, in the in the in the sort of companion article to this. Well, podcast, I think that but, negative, uh, that new negative, is much better. Is yeah, much but better. Yeah. The yeah. thing with those watches are the. Uh, um, the shape isn't exactly no. the shape yeah. as the original yeah. square, and yeah. I really try to uh, to keep it uh, <laughs> yeah, to keep yeah. it a bit within one one shape of okay, watches because yeah. otherwise you, you you get lost in right. so many uh, so many references and so many models that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the display w- is much better, even if it's yeah. negative, it's much better than the uh, than the regular or the old. Uh, and uh, have you ever had uh, the experience of of uh, like saying, "Oh, I'm glad I was wearing a G-Shock right now." Like. Did anything happen to any of your watches? Did you? No, not not <laughs> not not specifically. But uh, I mean, if I know beforehand that I mm. might be in a situation that I, I I don't want to risk any other watch, uh, yeah. I'm wearing a, a G-Shock anyway. So that's uh, yeah, that's, that's thought up front. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Very cool, and and so we we spoke about how it's kind of a, a watch that every collector owns because of this sort of low price of entry. But and then we've briefly touched upon the sort of higher end offerings and these MRGs that are very impressive with a case built of, of many many parts. Yeah. Um, Dan, you recently covered a very high end G Shock. Yes, um, maybe perhaps uh, the, yeah, the piece unique. Yes, uh, which in the G Shock space is probably not very common. Um, what did you think of this uh, of of that of that watch? I yeah, mean, so it it was a or it is a G Shock developed actually in in collaboration between the G Shock designers mm-hmm. or engineers and artificial intelligence. Right, and um, they asked artificial intelligence to make a watch or a watch case mm-hmm. that would actually help uh, absorb the shocks. Right. Right. Um, so it has a very organic shape, and it's yeah, yeah but it's a bit skeletonized. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's made out of uh, eighteen karat uh, yellow gold, so, ah, so not gold. something yeah. you expect from a G shock. Perfectly shock absorbing material. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's very soft. Yeah, yeah. true, true. <laughs> Maybe. But um, yeah, they're expecting to to. I think they are. Um, uh, auctioning it in December, beginning of yes, December. I believe so, yeah. In uh, Geneva, and um, I think they're expecting to uh, to get like from 70,000 euros to 140,000 wow. euros. Wow. Yeah. Which would make it the most expensive or most valuable G Shock ever because yeah. I think they did, uh, because it's an anniversary model that they right. also they also brought out an anniversary model a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, that one um, was a limited edition of, I think, about 35 pieces. Right. And um, they were all sold very quickly, but it sold for, uh, I think, that same price, like 70,000 euros. Right. Or dollars. And, um, yeah, right now they're expecting to catch this for it. I think they'll... It, this is a piece unique, like you mm-hmm. said, so mm-hmm. I think it will actually 
become a lot more money than what they think it's going to be. That looks yeah. totally different yeah. as well because it, yeah. the other one was Very unique, a, a, a yes. regular uh, square more yeah. or less just in yeah. solid gold. Exactly, yeah. But it wasn't yeah. such an, an, an different uh, yeah. uh, design as, yeah. As, yeah. as the one they have now. Yeah. 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 What, what I found interesting was that the, the square one from five years ago was um, uh, just under 300 grams, hmm. which hmm. was already quite uh, hefty yeah. for a G-Shock, especially yeah. with the ones we have on our wrists or uh, the ones in the in the box yeah but um the new one is actually 350 grams wow so it's a little bit more yeah. uh, also because the bracelet is is also fully made out of uh, yeah, yeah, yellow yeah. gold and um yeah there, there is some uh, there is some weight difference within even within the, the square ones yeah of course yeah. the stainless steel the solid stainless steel ones are quite heavy then the mm-hmm. titanium is slightly uh, less and the plastic ones or resin i yep. should say otherwise yep. uh, i got killed by casio i think but <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the resin ones are uh, are even uh, somewhat uh, lighter and then there's yep. uh, a carbon uh, uh, one mm. as well like so yep. they, they they made one of the models in uh, in a special nice. material to have it extra light but yeah. well then even then the extra light means only a few grams less like yeah, nine, yeah. nine grams yeah. less and, and normally it's already nothing so yeah. doesn't make much sense it, it was more like a, a technical quest to yeah. make it even lighter and 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 keep the same specifications of mm-hmm. a 200 meter waterproof and the shock yeah. proof and everything yeah. Fantastic. So two questions to, to sort of wrap things up. Uh, the first one is, do you have, do you guys have a G-Shock Grail? Is there one that you're particularly uh, sort of looking after or that you would love to add to your collection? Is there one that's, that's, that comes to mind where you'd love to, to sort of get your hands on it? Mm, probably the, uh, the titanium uh, right. MRG I, I right, uh, right. talked about earlier, although I'm not very sure... If I like it that much more than the titanium one uh, I have in my collection already, it's right. it's, uh, right. it's uh, um, the, the, the the first titanium they brought out is more like the original G-Shock than yeah. Uh, yeah. than the one uh, they brought out. Uh, it's got that uh, sort of two years brick ago. wall pattern. Uh, and yeah. yeah, yeah, it's slightly uh, different construction as well. So mm. I'm not not sure if I'm. I might be too purist in that, but I, right, I, I really right. like to have it as close as possible to the original design. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, yeah. um, Fantastic. And you, Dan? Anything that comes to mind? Well, now that I've seen uh, Gerard's uh, titanium mm-hmm. one, it's uh, very tempting. But right. for me, I think it's a G-Shock should really be the watch that you don't want to think about. And right. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm now thinking that um, this Casio, I still really like the model. But maybe I will upgrade it at some point to uh, to a solar uh, powered one. Right. Um, would you then go for for more the the third eye or horseshoe shape, or would you go for the classic square? I think the Casioke actually. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. I think, of course, uh, they're yeah. now also available with uh, yeah, true. With, uh, true solar true, true. power and um, and the radio controlled uh, uh, unit. Mm-hmm. So um, I think uh, at, at one point I will uh, look at a nice color and then uh, yeah. just uh, hit the buy button. Yeah, for sure. But, or maybe um, maybe you're on holiday somewhere and you yeah, see exactly. it, you're at the airport or, or you're you're somewhere nice and, and you sort of go, yeah, it's it's time for a nice sort exactly. of summer summer watch or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I've also nice. seen the, um, the smaller version of the Casioke. Because right. yeah, I, I, I'm still really uh, a fan of this hybrid dial, so that's yep. why it would mm-hmm. probably become a, a, a Casio. 
But I've also seen the smaller version of it, yeah. which is, I think, meant to be more uh, catered towards women. But uh, it's actually not a bad size. Yep. Mm. Yep. And um, they also do some nice colors of those. So For sure. uh, I'll check those out. As yeah, well. th- those uh, mid-size models are pretty great. We yeah. saw the, the square as well when, when we were in Japan uh, earlier this mm. year. And, and it was it, it looked quite good. Yeah. It's it's the dimensions on the wrist, whether, uh, whether uh, you know, whatever your preference, it, it's it's quite nice. Yeah. The name is a bit weird. I think they, they, they named it. Baby G, like yeah. oh yeah, the, the yeah, mid-size yeah. ones, yeah. and it, yeah. that feels yeah. a bit like hmm, I don't know if if I'm the one who should <laughs> wear, wear the baby, it, the baby watch. Yeah, but, and you're not ah, sure. Well. Do you have except for the one which is still in the post? Do you have a, yeah. uh, <laughs> another one which you think about adding to your collection? Uh, yes, actually, because uh, but I, I can't talk about it. Oh, okay. Oh, and okay. it's because it's one that uh, that we have uh, sitting in the safe, uh, and it's one that comes out later this month. Oh. Ah. So I think people should uh, probably stay tuned. Uh, I think <laughs> I think it's November twentieth. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, it's something cool. It's something, uh, yeah, with a special material, and uh, it comes on a on a on a bracelet as well, which oh, is interesting. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, I'm not not going to give it away here, but uh, <laughs> but it's it's one that uh, that uh, our readers will will see on the on the website. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, probably towards the end of the month or maybe start of December. Okay. Good. Cool. Yeah. Good. But, but nice. very, very cool. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Excellent. Well, thanks guys. Thanks for sharing your stories and uh, thanks for showing us uh, some of your G-Shocks. I think we're going to, we're going to wrap up and then uh, take a look at, uh, at what you've brought. So uh, right. yeah. Thank you My for pleasure. tuning in. And, uh, and of course, as always like subscribe and make sure to tune in next week for another episode of Fratello Talks. See you then.